Hey, it's Brian, and welcome to TPN The Walk-On. On today's episode, Joel makes a case for the Warriors title, plus NBA futures and draft bets with comedian Dan Yang. And now, from the Bet Bunker in Brooklyn, here is your host, Joel Wolkowski. I have an old man who I talk to at the dog park every morning. Oh, yeah? What's his name? His name's Billy, and together we are Billy Joel, because it's a hit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great that you found uh, like a dog uh, you know, friend. He that's what I want. He doesn't have a dog, but he feeds my dog bread. Ooh, and okay. um, today he told me he's actually in, in charge of a lot of uh, sacred sweat lodge ceremonies. And uh, explain? <laughs> sacred? What, what is it, this? What's there to explain? Every sauna is sacred, and you know some saunas are just a little bit more sacred. We all know it. No, no one knows this. No one knows these sacred saunas. Most time you go into a sauna, you sit in there, you have a you have a little fits. That's it. Well, with a with a sacred sauna, you collect the wood in advance. the The ceremony it starts when you start the fire. You have to be present for the entire time. You okay. eat afterwards. All right. And you build a pile of wood. You put four stones on top of it. All right. And it lasts. Until all the stones are done glowing red. All right, and then what do you what are you doing during this time? Do you are you praying? Are you meditating? Are you taking a poop? What what's going on? Well, do you want to know what I do in the sauna? Um, scared, but yes. Uh, yesterday I read a, a book on Walter Payton in there, so that was very <laughs> sacred. <laughs> that is ridiculous because you those pages are terrible. They're just human now. They're just like frizzled hair. Um, they like Miss Frizzle from Magic School Bus. Well, I got good news for you, Brian. Yeah, I own a Kindle. Oh, <laughs> so you take, even worse. You take the Kindle <laughs> in the sauna, what? and then you read an entire chapter <sighs> on Walter Payton entering dance contests. How cool is that? Okay, that's pretty cool. Like he, right, he that's l- pretty cool, but I hate this the humidity that's happening to this technology. No, no, not liking uh, no, it. No, sauna's a dry heat. There's it's no d- steam it, there. There's still humidity. Doesn't the Kindle get hot, my friend? Does no, I've not. I've not noticed the Kindle get hot. I don't because because your fingers are all messed up. Because <laughs> I got messed up <laughs> fingers. Yeah. <laughs> that I got the Mister Freeze Arnold Schwarzenegger fingers. They're cool in my Kindle. Chill. I, I'm human Alienware, bro. <laughs> I would like to shout out our sponsor, Alienware, for building us a custom computer. Sweet. Thanks. Thanks uh, for giving us Adele. <laughs> That's what's up. But it's, it's been a bad day. Uh, Shitty day. Yeah. Uh, yeah for you. I'm for okay. Me, I'm you're having a, a great day. day. You're yeah. taking pictures of the fall foliage on oh, your way to work. Oh, you know. Put one, I put a leaf in one of my, in my, in my breast pocket. You know, and just in my in my pocket protector square, and I just sniffed it all the way on that Q train. Mm. Pull the pull the leaf out. Let's see the leaf. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. You, you I took, ate it. <laughs> ate the leaf. You you had your morning begin. You were immersed in fall foliage. Yes. You were documenting your time here on Earth. Listening to Rascal Flats. I had a different. Ex- they did a lot of great work on both the Cars and Cars Two soundtrack. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, I saw Cars 2 in theater with a man who picked me up while I was hitchhiking. What is that? Is that Billy? Was it Billy? No, your, it wasn't Billy, person? but I, I'm always befriending older men and uh, having innocent <laughs> friendships with them. That's what I love to do. I love to see like uh, just an old like an old man. Old men, they know what they're talking about. I like them. I'm going to be the greatest old man of all time. I'm made for it, baby. Oh, yeah, you are made for I'm it. I'm already, I'm, all I do is do saunas and eat dried mangoes, so I'm halfway there. <laughs> But yeah, it was a crappy day. Yeah. Um, 
But that's 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 on me. I was playing God, you know. You you have to. Yes, by playing God, I mean yesterday I put my dog in pajamas. Oh, that's so cute. Did dog, you take any pictures? I did take pictures. They oh, were yeah. very cute. But um, I didn't realize this. The the pajamas had gotten rearranged for our nighttime walk. Yeah. And they caught a turd. <laughs> and I was unbeknown. I, I was unaware of the turd until I woke up this morning and dog shit had escaped from the pajamas and been spread all over my apartment. And you, you're telling me that you didn't see, you didn't you didn't smell it on the way in. Like you didn't. It was it most like Noah just catches a deuce. You know, most of the time he's like you catch an L or you know you you catch a bucket you know or catch a bullet. But to catch a deuce is interesting. Yeah, they they're they're quite noteworthy dog pajamas, <laughs> and that's why cat pajamas are a good thing. Uh, people say, "Oh, it's a cat pajamas." Well, dog pajamas they'll spread shit all over your hotel room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I had to do. I, I I cleaned up everything, and then I had to leave for an hour in the rain while housekeeping came. Yeah, had to take out money to tip those wonderful ladies who cleaned my apartment. That's nice. And I I tried to pay them off because I'm pretty sure my next door neighbor is Lynn Manuel. Ooh, the Miranda, just the not Lynn Manuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a he's a custodian out in Queens going through a divorce. That's hey, hey, you know. At least he's treating himself at a good hotel, you know? Yeah, shouts to the box house in Greenpoint. Some of the greatest hotel rooms you could ever cover in dog poop. <laughs> so it's great. But you know what? Things are good. Things are looking up in the NBA calendar. Oh, yeah. It's back to full tilt. We have been out for like three weeks, and we're already back in. Oh, yeah. So I want to do a deep dive on a previous argument I stated here about the Warriors being the team to beat this season. I mm -hmm. think that's the case. I'm going to present that argument. And here to help me with that is our first ever guest, smoothest man in the comedy basketball scene. Smoothest jumper, I'm I telling you. I hope you guys are ready for some hang time with Yang time. Say hello to Dan Yang. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the, uh, the smooth compliment. Dan, you're smooth. You know that, man. You know that, bro. I would. I never thought that that's how I would describe my game, but uh, I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Silk. Yeah, I mean, when you start coming around our game, people are like, once he gets confidence, he's going to be the best person in our game. And yeah, man. And then it's a good thing I never quite got that confidence. So it's, uh, <laughs> and, and that way, I got a fucked up knee. So yeah, so, you, you heard you know, your, what could have been. What was that MRI? You're good. You're okay. I'm all right. I have knee bursitis, and then oh. a fun thing I like to do is like look up NBA players that had my same injury yeah. and. They're all doing all right, so I can bounce back. I think Spencer Dinwiddie had it, so he's doing all right. Hey, yeah, if Spence had it, you're good. You're fine. Yeah, you got the mustache just like Spence. You're following his plan of rehabilitation to a T. There, there's one year I had a fucked up shoulder, and the same year Inez Cantor had the same fucked up shoulder, and I became the biggest Cantor fan for that <laughs> postseason. Yeah, you started tweeting at the governor of Turkey. You got some threats on your life. You're not allowed to visit Armenia, but, you know, so it goes. Yeah. So I I love the Warriors this year. You've loved the Warriors your entire life. You're not a bandwagon guy. You're a great Warriors fan. I saw the We Believe slippers in your Instagram oh, yeah. story today. Shouts to that. I'm wearing them right now. It's the, I feel like, if anything, you are you're higher on the Warriors championship case this year than i think i am but i'm also 
cautiously optimistic. Oh, Dan, I'm so glad you said that because I don't it's see hard it. to go all in on your own team. I don't I see it yet. And, you know, sure, I am a Cavs fan and, of course, I despise them a little bit. But I don't see them just coming out of the gate and just winning the whole thing. Yeah, what? I mean, I'm not going to count them out. So, I mean, I know they're at like plus 800, which sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it, it opened at thirteen to one. When I brought it up, I, it was nine to one, and now it's eight to one. And you guys might not be convinced, but I was prepared for that scenario, so I created three arguments why I believe the Warriors are the front runner for the twenty twenty one NBA title. Okay, oh. all, all right. right, all right. So, as many of our listeners know, as you guys know, I got smart in the last five months. <laughs> I'm no longer a drooling moron, so my first case for the Warriors has to be the statistical case. Oh, you're right, because okay. you're smart now, yes. So I found them. glasses. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put on my glasses for this one. They're fake. I, I, I got them from the wardrobe department from the film Zodiac. <laughs> Oh, boy, that was a reference to, like, a secondary character in one scene. I don't think anyone's going to get that. <laughs> no. yeah, I think that's, like, the longest movie ever, too. I don't think I ever finished that. Yeah, I mean... Come on, that's a Bay Area talking point. When I lived in Vallejo, I went to all those murder scenes. You didn't go there on, like, school you, field you trips and Vallejo? stuff? Yeah, I lived... I was homeless in Vallejo for, like, three months in 2008. It ruled. Nice, man. <laughs> the Valley Joe. You know that E-40 stuff, too. Yeah, I lived right next to Six Flags in a in a trailer park. It was awesome. Oh yeah, I know. I next to Lin Well, Lin Manuel now, and then E40. Then you got it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm more of a Mr. Fab guy, but E40 is fine for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you actually ghost ride the whip out there? Uh, I mean, I, I grew up in a very suburban area in a suburban high school, and we definitely tried it. It was mandatory to give it a shot, but uh, <laughs> I don't think I did it the way that it was portrayed in the music videos. I'm still into it. I, I ghost rode a Revel scooter the other day. It was awesome. That's not safe. Nice. Okay. Awesome. I was ghost riding my bike, and then I fell off, and uh, that's that's my need. That's how that all happened. That's yeah, safe. but didn't you have an entire comedy show be your nurse for that? Yeah, I, I was riding my bike to a comedy show, and then uh, you know, I was so close and had enough alcohol and adrenaline in me that I completed the ride, and then the bodega guy basically just rubbed alcohol on me, and some comic had Band-Aids, and I'm good as new, man. Wow. That's teamwork right there. Absolutely. Okay, so back to the numbers. I found a model, and it, it kind of indicates that the, the stats with the most correlation with wins are assist-to-turnover ratio, true shooting percentage, and if we discard the 2020 kind of bubble season, mm -hmm. if, we, if we are to go with this model, which is I got from medium.com, and... They, if you were to compute that over the past five seasons, mm. the Golden State Warriors, every one of their teams is the top seven. Okay. So yeah, I mean, you said uh, you, you use the word compute like unironically, so I have to believe everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even making it. And like along these lines, like just watching this over the last decade of the NBA, we've seen the mathematic advantage of having great three-point shooters. And of current players, yeah, two of the top five current players are Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. They're the only people with that 
with that kind of usage rate yeah. in the top five. The others are like Seth Curry, Kyle Korver, and I think Joe Harris is the fifth. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. So just mathematically speaking, having two guys in your starting lineup who can hit 40% from threes – that gives you a distinct advantage, especially over a post team like the LA Lakers. Yeah, I think it makes total sense, especially they're guys that hit threes and they're not just kick out corner threes. They're create your own crazy. Like, I think the only other guy I can think of is like Dame Lillard, maybe Trey Young that hits a similar kind of like insane three point shots. Yeah, yeah. And they create their own. Yeah, and Steph is defended in such a way. Draymond Green is such a wonderful distributor that Clay Thompson's always going to hit those open threes. So mm-hmm. if you have someone who you know is a big game shooter who can hit at such a high volume and like cr- convert it like a decent amount of clip, I don't think any team in the league has a match for this. And over the Warriors' history, even with Durant, no one has a, had a match for this weapon. It, did you say that they've been on the, the those two shooters? That they've been in the top five. Of that percentage for how they're the top five of like current players in three point percentage. But what if what if Steph doesn't? What if he what if he loses? What if he gets space jammed and he gets all the juice sucked out? Oh come on, Brian! (laughs) (laughs) And like the biggest argument for this is taken as a plot point from a children's movie from twenty years ago. That's true. I think it's pretty solid there. Yeah. I I know I know stuff is gonna come out and just you know like light the house on fire. I do that like that. Joel's first case was this like very like dense statistical analysis, and mine was like Steph grew his hair out, which means he's confident, man. <laughs> yeah, he's and I, braids, I, doesn't give a fuck. And yeah. mine was about Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, he's doing he's doing the one thing he knows LeBron can't do: grow his exactly. own hair. Oh, that really that really is mean. I mean, he's gotta keep up with the uh, AD's braids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was my favorite part of the bubble is like there were only five haircuts that the bubble barber could do, and every <laughs> Laker went through all of them. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't see Caruso with braids at any point. Oh, he time. wanted to. My dude wanted to. Yeah, that you could tell from his Twitter account he was just trying to be woke enough to pull off cornrows. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna try to. He's gonna get them. And like, think back 2016. I mean, Brian, you had your wonderful title given to you by Matthew Della Vadova. Della. And that's the Aussie. The Aussie Della Vadova. And think about how big of an upset it was for a team that featured Kevin Love, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving to beat this Warrior team. It, it was it was incredible. You know, it was it was you're beating the event you're beating you know, the bad guy. You're you beat Thanos. You finally Although, got him. You know? It, it when it's an uphill battle, and you always see that, that <laughs> you you want to see that team go down, and I think that's what I want to see again. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, they're good," but there's some upcoming young teams that might give them a run for their money because they, they might play that that fast pace offense that the Warriors do. But if yeah. they, well, I feel like the Warriors kind of started. Oh, I guess the Suns probably did, but the Warriors kind of made it work work. Tr- and totally. regarding that 2016 team, I think those were the – they're still good guys then until KD rolled up. Yeah. Even I was kind of like – I felt dirty rooting for that it's team. It's real dirty. KD, he just shoots like uh, – he has like a – the guy's too tall, okay? He's too tall for defenses, all right? He shoots like at a, like at a wing at a 7-2. He's like he shoots a 7-2. No one can get that. I, I think I was the only person who liked the KD signing because, like, he's he's someone who I think really cares deeply about basketball. So to go to the greatest team of all time and have them toss you the keys, 
no one, that's a bigger achievement than than anyone's had. No one can say that. Mm, that's well, true. Well, I mean, then Although LeBron when, went to Miami. He kind of those are the keys. He earned the keys. I'm going to make you read a book about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. You're going to read The Soul of Basketball by right. Ian Thompson. Okay. It's all about how LeBron w- had to earn it in Miami. I love and it. The I'm Soul in. of Basketball. My man's researching the stats and reading about the soul. <laughs> He's got the brain and the heart of the sport. Look at that. He can't beat that. Like, I'll say this. Now that KD's in Brooklyn, I feel like if I did run into him, which in my head is like bound to happen, even yes. though it will never happen. It will happen. I will, I'll shake his hand and talk about losing hair and stuff with him. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, if I ever meet KD, he's going to be so put off immediately. It's going to be heartbreaking. <laughs> I'm going to be the first guy to go up to KD and go like, yo, you were great on billions. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to like that. Okay, so I think that the math just blatantly it favors the Warriors. Okay. And I think the thing where I can really convince you guys is the calendar case. Mm. Um, this was a grueling season for any of the contenders. The NBA did their players absolutely no favors Dirty. in starting this new season yeah. on December 22nd. Mm-hmm. And that's a very quick turnaround. And I think that's an unfair, almost unfair advantage for the Warriors. Steph and Clay will be fresh. They'll be fully healed from injury. And none of these injuries are things that I expect to seriously affect them. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Um, they're going to be super, super excited to, you know, you're going to have a pretty good first 10 games of them just dominating teams, I think. Um, so, you know, they'll get that nice cushion. Just, it really just depends. Can they stay healthy? Can, can Clay stay healthy? Like, is that injury good? I know you were, you were, we were talking about this uh, a couple, couple shows ago that, you know, after that type of injury, it takes a year or so plus to get better and feel comfortable. You know, you just haven't been on the NBA court. Like, yeah, you can practice, but, you know. Yeah. I like to imagine Steph and Clay got hurt just like riding their bikes to a comedy show drunk as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think w- the, their styles are like, obviously they're, they're, you know, not going to be as young and nimble as they once were, but they're, they're shooters. And I think about how effective Reggie Miller, and I think these guys are better than Reggie, mm. but how effective he's been, you know, even late into his career. That's a good and point. I think in terms of the calendar case, I feel like even going to last year, the Warriors basically had an elongated like trial preseason for an entire year where all the young guys got a chance to play, kind of get a chance to develop them. Mm-hmm. They're probably ahead of the curve in terms of their development. And uh, so I think, yeah, the calendar case is probably the strongest case, much more than, you know, the nerd ass numbers, I'd say. <laughs> and, you know, I think that Clay Thompson, you think like, oh, he have it hurt. He got hurt last finals. He's going to come back. But it's been 18 months and Clay, he's not been injury prone. He's only he's missed less than 15 games in his entire career. Mm -hmm. So he's not someone who has these little nagging things. True. And, you know, I think public perception of Draymond is totally wrong. Like he got turned into a punchline on Twitter last season. And Mm. watching what I did at the Warriors, he was fantastic. He's in shape. He's leading the break. He's still playing great defense, and still a terrible guy. What? <laughs> you need you need some terrible guys. You need some terrible guys, and I'm okay with that. What's terrible? So, about- something I gathered, even just you know watching the bubble teams where you're kind of siloed off, and you kind of get a. I felt like you got a better feel for how each team was like made up, not just like talent wise, but personality wise. Yeah, and a lot of those teams that say like the Nuggets, Jazz, a lot of these really good borderline teams. I think if they had a Draymond, 
that could have put him over the edge. Right. They need a henchman. They need that henchman yeah. style. Like if Paul Millsap was a henchman, then you know you, you're good. But and, he's just bad. At and basketball. this is exactly what I'm talking about. You're saying like he's a henchman, he's an evil guy, but really he's a historically significant defensive player. Yeah, no. I, when I say henchman, like you, you know, he's he's that guy in in the WWE, you know, that you hate, but you know, he always wins, and that's Draymond. And w- that's a good comparison because he will someday be in <laughs> WWE 100. <laughs> percent but that's him, and that's okay. And, you know, you got to have, you know, as Dan was saying, you got to have him. My hope is that, uh, like, they had a long summer, and I would hope that if – I thought this throughout. If Draymond could develop even a semi-usable three-point shot, Ooh. I think that team's broken. Yeah. If you could hit it at a – just de- like, if there's no reason you can't shoot at a P.J. Tucker-type clip, you know? Yeah. You <laughs> That, that that's true for Draymond. That's true to anyone listening. If you're hearing this, you even you can shoot that's at true. a PJ Tucker S <laughs> clip. All you need is 300 pairs of Jordans and some willpower. I say that, but then when I, I shatter, oh, shat around, shatter. I've been doing a lot of both. Actually, I've been my shit. Shatting around, around. I was shooting around and like, just you know, you go on those cold streaks, and I'm just like, I don't get it. This should be so easy. And, yeah, uh, maybe Draymond. I guess I. I'm wondering if developing a shot is as uh, easy as it sounds because uh, I'm streaky. I don't know. You got to do it when you're young. If you don't get that muscle memory, muscle you're done memory. for life. It's like learning a language. If you don't do it by your eight, but t- by the time you're eight, you're done. Mm, that's true. Yeah, Dream On should learn how to shoot in Chinese. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can take over for the Rockets as the official team for the Happy Republic. <laughs> And really, like, the calendar thing, I think it's a plus for the Warriors. I think it's a significant hindrance to the Lakers, who I see as their biggest competition in the West. LeBron, mm. we all know how much work he puts into his body, how it's a million-dollar operation to get him to be in game shape. But he's coming off of 100 games. He's coming off of a brutal schedule, and he doesn't have that time to adequately prepare. It's true. Uh, you're You're exactly right, and he's going to be – you know, taking more games off than than we will see in the beginning, uh, but it, he's still going to find his shape though. So like, I'm not well like scared. I'm just really scared about the depth of that team. And it's yeah. and it's Anthony Davis. What player goes down with a sprained ankle, some little wear and tear injury every single game? It's Anthony Davis. I like. I wanted to see him like. When mm-hmm. he came into the league, I tried four times. He sat out every one of those games. Yeah. I'm still carrying that grudge. Yeah. And Anthony, even during the course of game, is just kind of on the ground half the game. <laughs> just sort of has like just falls over a lot. Yeah. 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 And for someone with his kind of build and his skill set, it's kind of amazing that he hasn't had a more serious injury up to this point. Yeah, he's he's always skirting disaster, but somehow he, he's all right. I think it's I think it's the cornrows. I think it's his hair. Yeah. Yeah, he's not used to carrying that kind of weight on his head. Right. (laughs) No, and like Anthony Davis is the guy who I think is most prone to suffer from this turnaround. And like as a big man, he's going to be asked to do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, the calendar case. And then the Warriors, they have a lot of roster flexibility that no one else has. Dan, do you think they're going to trade out of this first round? What do do you think? I I mean, my guess is good as yours, but I we have by far in terms of like the top teams, we didn't have to give away. If anything, we gained stuff. Exactly. Like, so I mean, we have the pick this year. We have the Timberwolves pick next year. A lot of good young pieces. 
like the whole like new cap space stuff. I, I don't know. I'm not like an accountant, but I've read that it's good for us. Yeah. And I just feel like if we get someone like I've, I've read stuff about getting a who's the other Australian uh, Aaron Baines, someone like that. Yeah. Like a bogey replacement, that mm-hmm. kind of guy. We could get someone like that. But I feel like we're we have the most mobility in a uh, wiggle room for any of the contenders, and I think that's uh, we can make it work. Yeah, I, I it would Hassan Whiteside would be really good with the Warriors. I think I think that would be a good sign. That that's wild, but Hassan's a guy who's underachieved everywhere. His yeah. teammates hate him. But Golden State, it's about the culture. Even a yeah. guy like Wiggins was such a different player yeah, in Golden State, right? Like Golden State, uh, Marquise Chris was kind of a huge like. Uh, I remember I hated Marquise Chris, and he joined. He, I realized he's like twenty three. He's still like a kid. Yeah, and he's like developing really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just turned twenty three actually, and the Warriors are doing all these smart things. They're acting like a tanking team, but they have a championship pedigree that they're just bringing back this year. Yeah. So this might be apologies to the KD teams, like one of the most talented Warriors rosters, top to bottom of this entire Steph reign. Yeah. yeah, we got like Looney coming back, and I think he in that I love Looney. series, yeah. like he's a playoff guy. Like you want him yeah. on the court, and he could like stick Katie. No, I mean, no one could stick Katie or eighty, but he could do all right. He can get some boards. He can play some of those like tough minutes. Right. Yeah. It's it really it's really about how can you slow them down. You know? Yeah. And with the Warriors, there's also they have they they're able to change, but they also like their like biggest pieces haven't changed because they have the most continuity of any of these contenders. Right. So the Clippers, they're probably going to make a big move. The Rockets, they're going to make a big move. I hear the Nuggets, they are on the table too. And if you go through these Western contenders, there's going to be all these changes uh, for everyone outside of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And then the Warriors, they're not only stepping to the plate with the best roster, but they have either the first or second best coach in the conference, maybe Rick Carlisle. Yeah, I mean, all those all those teams are true. Memphis Grizzlies. If let's say you get Warriors in the first in the first playoff round, Warriors, Grizzlies. If they tire them out, and the Lakers have enough time to, you know, they, they won't reach them right then or wherever the seating is. Hey, if you tire these guys out, they're not in playoff shape. You know, the Lakers are in playoff shape already. That's the advantage the Lakers have. Yeah, but the Lakers, yeah. they're going to get usage injuries. They're going to they're not going to be able to approach this season with fresh legs whatsoever. I mean, I really think when you're going to talk about the Golden State Warriors, the one team you need to put them up against are the Los Angeles Lakers because I think they're by default better than anyone else in the conference. Yeah, I think it comes down to I feel like analyzing Lakers is pretty simple. It's just like is LeBron going to be able to keep doing LeBron stuff right. again? Right. And so far He's always been able to. Yeah. But we saw a Miami Heat team without Dragic and Bam Adebayo still have some success against them in a finals. So if you get Steve Kerr against Frank Vogel, I think that's a huge advantage for the Warriors because LeBron teams, they're great, but they're not great at adjusting. Yeah. And that Heat team definitely overachieved. And like at the end, you know, with all the injuries, like Jimmy Butler, I don't think any, I mean, he's, we all became huge Jimmy Butler fans, but he's not a number one guy on a playoff team. No. No, and it's going to pain me so much when my I put in my heat under bet for the season, <laughs> but that's absolutely hitting. <laughs> like, we, I, I'm t- I'll just digress for a second here. You see how hard the Heat played? Like, that team's being asked to start their season in a month. 
give me a break. That that scrapes up against the very limits of the human possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, the Heat have time. They can make a little free agent splash, make a little trade, you know? Yeah, but it, there's so much movement to be done. Right. And the Warriors, there's maybe one move that they could make with that number two pick. I think they're going to stay put and take James Wiseman. But I think all of the, the rapidly moving, like, just moves of other teams, they're going to hold back those teams in a like shortened season. True. I think the Wiseman pick makes the most sense. And I see a lot of like, uh, and you guys are, you're a Pistons guy. And I, that's like kind of my team. I follow secondarily back in the day. And I see a lot of like parallels with the Pistons with the uh, Chauncey, like Wallace's team drafting Tayshawn. Cause it's like a guy mm-hmm. that fits what they need. Maybe not the best guy. Like Anthony Edwards could be like a mellow type. Yeah, I think Wiseman is just the perfect fit for what the Warriors need. Yeah, and Wiseman, I mean, he's far and beyond where Tayshawn Prince was as a prospect, and just like his size and athleticism and alone, like you're throwing De- in a DeAndre Ayton type on the Warriors, and you're not expecting that to move the needle. It, I mean, and Wiseman can score the bucket. That's that's the thing that can. So then you don't have step. You don't need step like to always win the game. You can control the game in in, mul- in multiple ways. That that could be, ooh, if they stay put and just get Wiseman. Yeah, that's, don't, that's, don't make a move. Don't trade that pick. Stay put. All, if you add a lob guy to this already oh historic offense, goodness. it's game over yeah. for everybody. Goodness. I think best case rookie year, if Wiseman can just do what like JaVale McGee does, I think that's yes. good enough. Yeah. Yeah, and he'll do that in just like by virtue Default. of him having like an insane <laughs> NBA frame, he'll be a top 15 center from day one. Do you do any? Do you get any? Do you get some Steph Curry insurance or Clay Thompson insurance, like player wise? No, no. If Steph goes down, the whole thing goes down. You need <laughs> Steph. Clay, yeah. you can survive a little bit without yeah. him, but I think Clay will stay healthy. And then we have the rehabilitated Andrew Wiggins in the mix as well. True. So True. look, it's a it's crunch time. Game seven of the Western Conference Finals. The five on the floor for the Warriors could well be Wiseman. Draymond, Wiggins, Clay, and Steph. Eesh. Meanwhile, someone's Alex Caruso is guarding Steph Curry in this scenario. <laughs> I, I like. I gotta say, I like the Warriors here. I even think I'm more excited about like Jordan Poole and like Eric Paschal over Wiggins in a way. I feel like Wiggins, you kind of know what you got, and he's fine. But those guys, like the rookies last year, played really well, and I could see them making like a. Tyler Hero esque kind of jump, even though he was this is rookie year, but mm-hmm. yeah, Eric one of those really guys, there's like Ty Bowman. If one of those guys makes kind of a leap, then you got another almost like Spencer Dinwiddie. Someone just kind of comes out of nowhere, which could be a solid six or seventh guy. Yeah. And, and they're gonna be better because they had those first team NBA NBA reps last season. Like they're gonna be such a better players than you rem- remember them mm-hmm, being and mm-hmm. i just think top to bottom this roster is going to be ready to go and in the best shape of any franchise in the nba right now i'll give yeah. you that but i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> are you convinced brian i'm a little convinced but i feel i, I feel in my bones that the denver nuggets are, are going to get a little weird this year the nuggets the nuggets, the nuggets might might really support plant themselves with someone that's I'll say legitimate. Jamal Murray, him and Donovan Mitchell, I think, showed out the most at them and Jimmy Butler in the bubble. Like yeah. Jamal Murray is like a bona fide star now. Yeah. Well just when he's got that alligator blood. 
You know, he's got that, like, give me the ball. When you have that on your team and you're young, that's like it's by like Mike Malone doesn't have to be there. Like you, you can go. Like just give the ball to your ball. He'll do everything he wants. Yeah. Mike Malone, who looks like a small version of Jokic in a way. <laughs> that's also true for my godson. Uh, he's kind of <laughs> chubby, but you know we love him anyway. We love him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the Nuggets, I could see getting there, but yeah, I like them. And just generally speaking, approaching this NBA season. Take the over bets on young teams with continuity. I think they'll be a good bet to pay off. Like yeah. a team like Atlanta, they're all in on this season. Mm-hmm. They have to win. They're going to make a move for a win now piece. So I like the Atlanta over. You think Drew Holiday is that a is that a, a spot or he can go? Drew Holiday is linked everywhere. Of I, course, he's always he's linked everywhere every every year. I bet Drew Holiday's homepage on his computer is hoopshype.com/rumors. <laughs> <laughs> I was like uh, Spencer Dinway's been tweeting just a, like quote tweeting rumor tweets about him. It seems like he doesn't know either. I know he's like just tell me where. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me the address. Oh god. Like, Drew Holiday and Bradley Beal are the two guys that could drastically shift everything we just said, depending where they go. Yeah, yeah. Is Drew Holiday that caliber of player? Yeah, I think so. He's yeah. The one year the Warriors played the Pelicans and they have Rondo and Drew Holly in backcourt, they locked up Steph and Clay real good. Totally. And when you that you're so right, you're so right, Dad. Because when when you have when Drew has someone that can take care of the ball and he can just he can just he can just go at it, he's that's his perfect uh, that's his perfect alignment as an NBA player. All right, so we've got some NBA draft lines we want to get through. Um, I'm going to lead into that. But before we do, we've got, of course, an ad read. Thepropsnetwork.com. That is the place where bets begin. No, the Props Network isn't a sports book. It's where smart bettors and new players go before the sports book. Why? Because the Props Network has a few things that all bettors need. Exclusive sign-up bonuses. I've used those. Reporting on weekly promos. I've used those. Free betting picks. I've used those. Thanks, Donnie. And live odds comparison for every football game. A visit to thepropsnetwork.com before placing a bet guarantees that you'll be wagering with the best available bonus and getting the biggest possible payout when your bets hit. This week at the Props Network, you'll get $30 free bets, no deposit required from Unibet Sportsbook. Four risk-free bets up to $1,000 at points bet with code BONUSPROPS and up to a $250 bonus credit when you make a new account at BetRivers. And you can get all these deals and more at thepropsnetwork.com. You ready for it? You ready for it, Brian? Ready. Must be 21 or older to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Can I'm- I say I, I love... Uh- it felt very much like a sway in the morning interview when <laughs> like, I got to do this and then a beat drops and then you just start going off your dome and it's, uh, it was, that was magical. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. I mean, we, we try and go sway in the morning, sway in the morning and E40. We've really getting some great references from you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So we, we're going to go through some NBA draft lines. They're, they're very much changing all over the place. They no longer have odds for the number one pickup at DraftKings. Very intriguing. So let's just go through a couple of the over-unders on these these different prospects. You down for that? Let's do it. Because, you know, I'm Jones to bet on a little basketball. I need to multiply my account because someone hasn't conceded the election yet. And <laughs> We know. <laughs> Dan might not know. 
Oh, we talked about it, and I was going to uh, election night after I voted. I was going to put down a, a Biden bet, and then uh, this girl I'm seeing was disgusted. She was like, "I can't <laughs> believe you're going to bet on something like this." And then I was like, uh, "Well, you're lucky the book is closed on that." But I was totally <laughs> going to do it anyway. I I placed my Biden bet while working the polls. <laughs> No, if that's oh. not an ethical gray area, oh I don't know what goodness. is. It feels illegal, but why not, man? You got to bet. No, it feels illegal. <laughs> you have to. So, Brian, you can you can start us off with this one. Obi Toppin. Obi! Over under. Four and a half. The over's juiced at minus 190. What do you got? Oh, give me that. Yeah, gi- give me that under. Give me that under bet. I'm put. I'm putting seventy dollars on that. Right You're putting there. seventy dollars on the under to win one hundred and twenty-five. Not yeah, bad. Yeah. And in, that's like a what a, a pick that Michael Jordan takes him because he had the name <laughs> written down on the card <laughs> since March. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good spot for him. Uh, it, not for the Hornets. They need everything. But uh, Obi's not there, so I'm gl- I'm glad that they're 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 doing a good. The bet the betters are doing good. Cause they're like, oh yeah, Obi's gonna they're they're gonna trade, and then uh, Charlotte's gonna take Obi. And that's I like that. Like they just move up to go to one or some crazy oh, stuff. Oh yeah, Charlotte like that. moves up to one to take a player who would be there at seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the, uh, it. Seems like a Michael Jordan thing. Is MJ a better GM or dresser? Dresser. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, the, the big suits. That's a look. I, I respect the look. Right. Yeah, I don't respect signing like a uh, scary Terry for a million. million uh, yeah, two million, too much millions. That's yeah. My, it's that's funny that I used a million as like that was my. Well, that's such a big <laughs> amount of money when that's like nothing in the NBA. Yeah. Do you do you have any inclination on o, on the OB over under? I'm real aside from the top guys. I did not watch college basketball this year because UCLA sucked as usual. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just I don't think he's above four and a half. Above yeah. meeting like one to four, right? Yeah, below. one to yeah. four. I mean, I think he's up me after the top four or five guys for sure. So I'll go through a couple locks I think are here. Patrick Williams, the un- he's under nine and a half, minus 140 odds. I believe the Pistons have made a promise to him at number seven. If you can find that bet, Whoa. take that bet. They're going to take a swing guy. He- they like taking the youngest person in the draft. Lock it in for the piss boys. Wow. I love that they they made a uh, they made a promise. It's very romantic. It's very yeah. <laughs> they gave him a promise ring too, a promise <laughs> draft ring. It's ridiculous. It's so early. And then oh, we gotta love this under Killian Hayes, this French point guard. Yeah. Uh, Zach Lowe saying he's the best player in the draft. Under Whoa. seven and a half plus money. I would take that. Yeah, you think he's so? gonna drop and and then he's gonna just shock the world. We know it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm down with that. I see sure. a lot of that guy and then the, uh, the Israeli guy, uh, Denny, whatever. I feel like those, they could have Donkic all over him, you know? Yeah. And Denny, I guess he has the best interview of anyone. He's, his over under is four and a half, and the over is plus money. And everyone's got him, got him going to the Bulls, which yeah. is a good spot for him. And Bulls pick fourth, right? Yeah. Then it hits. Yeah. Take it. You have him and Markinen, you're building the United Nations yeah. over in Chicago. <laughs> get another like a uh, white duo to rival uh Porzingis and Dunkage there. There you go. Yeah, they'll love it. And the these look pretty easy. Isaac Okoru under eight and a half, minus one oh four. I like that as well. He's a guy that might drop. 
I mean, he's good. He's like one of those defensive but can play. Uh, I'm an offensive guy. So those kind of, you know, if if he didn't have like a good workout, it it could go south pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't know. And I like that DraftKings has they don't have odds. They have odds on who will be the first pick, and then they have odds on who the Knicks will pick at eight. I love it. <laughs> so who's the most disappointing guy you think in this draft? <laughs> I've seen in mock drafts Knicks taking a Tyrese Halliburton, who I've seen a lot about and yeah. Looks like he could be pretty promising and then until the Knicks, you know, crush his future. Yeah, Dick Cheney's favorite player, plus three hundred to go to the Knicks. <laughs> so I mean They'd love Tyrese in New York City. He follows us all on Twitter, so it's a big <laughs> get for all of us. Most disappointing player, I'm going to say, from Barcelona, Leonardo Balmaro. Plus 1,600. <laughs> Book it. It's going to be so sad when I lose money on like where these college kids get hired. <laughs> Number of fresh freshmen drafted in the top 10. Oh, this is a lock, Brian. Hmm. Over, under, four and a half. Lock plus it. 200. Gotta be over, right? Yeah, over. Pound that over. Pound Great that ass. shit. So, and I wish the one line I'm looking for is where Chris Paul's gonna go. What did mm. I say? I was saying Miami might do a splash. CP3. Miami goes. To, Miami's like, hey, CP3, come, come get a title. No way. Miami's come get too, a title. Too, they're way Let's too smart to it. take on fifty million dollars worth of Chris Paul. Hey, but I feel like they can go all in. They got that's the a go all in. I've heard a lot about the Suns getting him, which would be intriguing. But I feel like everything about the Suns' ownership, maybe Chris Paul's kind of over that. Dan, I was tell I was talking to Joel about this earlier. I don't I don't see Paul meshing with all these young guns. Why would he want to go there mm-hmm. and not get a promise to you know go for, for a good playoff run? Like you stick go, go on Miami. I mean, you're going to you're going to be like in the conference. There, it's yeah. Hard to say. The undefeated bubble team. Who has the who won the bubble last year? Was it the Lakers or was it the undefeated Suns? Mm, Asterisk Phoenix Suns. Yeah, well. Phoenix Suns. Your 2020 NBA champion. That's why Chris Paul's going there. He's going to chase a ring. And like a guy like Chris Paul, he's built to help you get around like a terrible owner like like Sarver. Yeah. Aiden and Booker are going to average like 35 each with Chris Paul. Yeah, and Aiden's <laughs> good. He's the best player in the NBA that flies under the radar. He's yeah. incredible. Yeah, we'll see. I I don't I don't I don't see CP3. I, I mean, it's a good it's a good retirement spot for for CP3 to to collect some checks. Yeah, I mean, Arizona's a good retirement spot for anybody. That's true. <laughs> That's yeah. why it exists. <laughs> I guess the, the argument for the Heat would be I'd rather play in the East than the West, especially Exactly. You're stacked. The division is like all the California teams. Yeah, and but for if we're going to talk about the East really quick, let's talk about Milwaukee Bucks plus 225 to win that conference. You don't love that? Mm. Eh, I don't know about that, Chuck. We saw we saw what we what the Bucks do. And if you get Giannis to be one-dimensional, your team the the Milwaukee Bucks suck. And I don't then, know what you guys think about this, but like I feel like the Bucks are the most boring decent team I yes. remember seeing. Yes. They're so boring. You could sleep. You can just I just want to go go to sleep the first quarter. Like, oh, you got time. a tall guy. Great. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> no, they're terrible. I'm not terrible, but uh, yeah, they they can win all the, the all the games in the East that don't matter. Cool. You beat the Knicks three times. Congrats. <laughs> but 
you know, they they need some pizzazz. I, I don't know what's going to what's going to be there for them, but what about Chris Paul? <laughs> if if Milwaukee Bucks on the draft board, their biggest need is just pizzazz. Pizzazz. <laughs> yeah, how can you draft they pizzazz? Like Nick Young or yeah. something. Yes. Pizzazz Mitchell. How do you how do you get that? <laughs> no, I like the Bucks there and I like them to get Chris Paul if the Phoenix thing, I think it's already a done deal actually. Mm. But yeah, I'm going to be betting on I got two bets for the futures. Huh. I'll bet the Bucks to win the conference. Okay. And then I'm going to bet on a Nets Warriors championship. <laughs> That's such a homer thing, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. KD, I, I just want to see KD and, and Kyrie play together. I just want to see this. I, I want to see that chemistry because it could be disastrous. I mean, yeah, Ky- it's either going to be disastrous or they're going to do just like magic yeah. wizard type yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Like- yeah third eye type shit <laughs> yeah I mean, dr strange type of type of weird <laughs> shit yeah i mean if they just trade irving and keep lavert then that team wins the nba championship <laughs> <laughs> gotta love me some lavert i it, it's really shitty when they say oh we need a third guy and lavert's like uh excuse me uh i was pretty good like in this bubble time i could be this third guy if you want me to but no we need a third guy who's our friend right. come over here deandre <laughs> <laughs> You're good, but you're not our boy. You're not our boy. <laughs> and I see that. Like, when you're playing pickup, you know, you're like, oh, no, we, we, you got next. You got next. We'll get you yeah. next time. Like, if Kyrie showed up in the court, like, yo, I'm not friends with you. Give me Joel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I I would just sit there. I'd rebound, and I'd just get to watch him dribble. It's right. what what every boy dreams about. That's right. I will say there was that recent when they unveiled the, uh, the New Jersey Nets jerseys mm-hmm. and so they had Kyrie in the photo shoot. And he kind of looks like a guy where if your friends started getting that disheveled, you might be like, you know, is everything okay? Are you doing all right, man? Like, <laughs> Come on. They, it's like, they, we should talk. We should have a little conversation. Yeah. No, no team in the NBA has done more to pass the dang Dan Yang test than the Brooklyn Nets. KD's grown out his hair. Kyrie's grown <laughs> out his hair. That's a confident team that's going to contend for the NBA title. That's true. That's true. I'm down. And they're close. They're jacking up the ticket prices. I used to just go there to like, you know, oh, I haven't looked at the prices. It's probably terrible now. Yeah, I, I used to have season tickets for like four hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> they they sent me to Barbados just because I went to so many games. No one's going to Barbados this year, but they are going to the NBA Finals. Ooh, if Milwaukee, book it. Book book it. it. Warriors. I had, a, uh, I had a fellow Brooklyn comic at one point ask if I wanted to split net season tickets back when they were trash. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know why would I do that. And his reasoning was, it's a great date spot. <laughs> and I just can't imagine that ever working out. And as someone who's taken dates to Nets games, it is not a great date spot. It's not a great date spot. My my best date at a Nets game was actually with you, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, we took a nice photo. It looked good. <laughs> so we're running over here a little bit. Dan, do you have anything coming out? Anything you want to plug before we get you out of here? Oh uh, no, just fucking keep watching this show and bet on the site that they said. Man, I love losing money. It's great. We're winning money this week on the Warriors title. I'm going to be celebrating with you in next September after the season's delayed a little bit. They have a second bubble, and the Warriors win the second bubble championship. Oh, I will plug this. Just follow me on Twitter. Do that, too. That's all I got. Got you. Real Dan Yang. Real Dan Yang. Best go team. Raiders. Oakland Raiders all day. Oof. <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Okay, good. We hate the <laughs> Vegas Raiders here. That's what this show is now about. There you go. All right. Thanks, Dan. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Thanks, Dan. All right. That was our Warriors 
argument. I hope I presented it well. I thought the stats made a good argument. I thought the calendar made a good argument. And you know what? I think that roster makes a good argument. I'm bullish on the Warriors. As soon as I get that Biden payout, I think I'll put between 150 and 200 on a Warriors title bet. And once the once the futures are out, yeah. I'm going to be betting that matchup just because sometimes we get the best story told to us. That's true. And the best story, it's Nets versus Warriors. <laughs> and on top of that, NBA draft, you know, throw a little out there. Proceed with caution. But be sure to look around hoopshype.com slash rumors and thepropsnetwork.com before you do. I'm not sure about the. We're taping two episodes today. So I think we'll be back Friday with the NFL props drop with Steve Clark and the professional gamblers picks Friday afternoon. For Brian Allen Mitchell, for the Props Network, this is Joel Walkowski for the walk on, walking off.